What up, Dangle Bangers? It's your girl, Timo. And Mandy. And we dangling. Dangling. Honey, Dangle Bangers, it is episode 27. Andy, what you been up to, girl? Girl, you know, I just been, I just been dangling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just been dangling. Um... We got off work a little early today because Robinette is in town. And you know <laughs> Yes. And so you know the Secret Service is gonna have all the all the streets on the like on lock. So my boss was like, Hey, y'all just go ahead and leave early. In case y'all don't know, that's uh Joseph Biden's middle name. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I just rested a little bit and today, you know, I, I worked on myself today, so um I spent a couple hours like working on certifications or whatever. I was like, you know, if they're gonna make me be in this office, I'm gonna work on me since y'all gonna make me be in here. It's like I'll do the work that they want me to do, but I'm gonna focus on me too while I'm there, okay? And there you have it, folks. <laughs> yeah. So continuing ed, okay? <laughs> Professional development. Okay. But um other than that, I'll be fine. Nothing, nothing special going on with me. What about you? Oh, honey, I am tired per usual, but y'all know it's about time for me to hit the streets. So I'm about to be going on vacation soon. I am very, very, very excited about it. Um, honey, I think I'm gonna have to, you know, how when people get real serious about their vacation, they put their out of office email. Yeah, honey, I'm gonna have to put my office email on because, and then I'm gonna have to wrangle up all my emails because you know I got about six um, emails. You do. Oh Lord, I wish it was a way for me to put one message on all of them, but I'm gonna figure it out. But I don't even want to take my laptop. To be honest, I know that's unrealistic. But <laughs> I was about to say, you set yourself up for failure if you think you ain't bringing your laptop. <laughs> I said I know that's unrealistic, but. <laughs> I wish I could get away with it, but honey, you know I'm about to have my toast in the sand, drinking my head. <laughs> yes, I'm jealous. Uh, oh, as you should be, honey. I can just feel the. I can just feel it. Oh, I am so excited. It's nothing about taking a vacation when you need a vacation, honey. Oof. Yeah, I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about that today. I was like. I need to go on vacation. My birthday's in August, and so I'm thinking about whether or not I want to fly somewhere. I just, I feel like I just need a, I haven't had a real vacation, like, in a long time. Like, even when I went to L.A., just because, like, I felt like I had to coordinate everything. Like, I, I didn't I didn't get to, like, just relax, relax the whole time. I just want to go somewhere, like, all-inclusive resort where I don't have to think about anything. <sighs> yes. Yes, honey. The all inclusives be to come up, honey. Well, you ain't even gotta leave. Like, thank you. I don't gotta worry about no transportation. I can just lay around and drink as much as I want and just go wet right back to my room. Mm. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> the life. Honey, living the life like it's golden. <laughs> living the life. Okay. Okay. Girl, yeah, honey. Well, anyway, so we're gonna move move moving. I was <laughs> What we talking about? So we've been in the panty. The panty is still going on, everyone. It's not over, even though I know a lot of y'all think it is. 
it's not over. But while I was spending a lot of time with myself, I really had a lot of time to figure out it is <laughs> what I like and what I don't like. What's that? How the girl say it? I don't like that. <laughs> Carisha. <laughs> Carisha of Young Miami from City Girls. <laughs> I don't like that. I like that. I like that. I don't like that. Because, you know, like, when you have nothing but time and then, like, you're just there at home, like, you you get a lot of time to try different stuff. And I really got a, t- a lot of time to say, like, you know what? Dang. I don't like this. And I do like this. This is it. This is <laughs> And I really honed in on some of my favorite things. Okay. There's okay. <laughs> a song about this, isn't it? It's like a Christmas song. These are my favorite things. Yes, it comes from the sound of music. When the dog bites, when the bee sings, when I'm feeling sad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't believe it. My favorite. Yeah, but like, I remember my favorite things, and then I don't feel so bad. And them little punks at Greenwood High School would not let me on the show choir because they said I was bad. <laughs> That's not the song I was thinking about, though. It was like, these are my favorite. I, I, I ain't gonna remember it. Uh, oh. I don't know either, man. That's that. Somebody will tweet it. Hopefully I feel like it's... Oh, now I gotta go ahead and Google it. Dang. You know, it's a song they sing, these are my favorite. Oh. <laughs> Why is she doing this? Why would you do this right now? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh my goodness. Well, we're gonna start off super basic. I wanted to Yeah, Ariana Rain Grande. Drops Ariana Grande. Wait. These are a few of my favorite things. No, it's Raindrops on Roses and Whiskers on Kittens, Bright Couple Kettles and Warm Woolly Mittens, Brown Paper Packages Tied Up with Strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Yes, that's good, but you didn't <laughs> sing it. Bro, you didn't sing it anything like that the first time. Because <laughs> I think I came in on the side. I came oh. in on the, when the dog bites, when the bee stinks. You know, I, I came know in on that part. Because you're not a true, you're not a true uh, choir girl, okay? <laughs> I am not. I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I am. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did come in on, I did come in on this. I didn't come in, I didn't start it out right. You're right. But anyway, <laughs> so this is what this episode is about. A few of my favorite things. And so, to be honest with you, when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, it would be cool <laughs> if we could try to guess each other's. But I don't want to be shamed on the show like that <laughs> by not knowing my best friend and stuff. Oh, it's okay, honey. So, I'm going to just, because I was like, oh, dang, it would be cool if we should just guess. But then, I'm going to get no, embarrassed. It's going to be funny because I know your ass, I know some of mine. Because hell, I know. <laughs> I'm going to just tell y'all now, Mandy's going to win because I'm tra- I am trash. And I would also say I'm consistent. I don't change up. I've been eating the same stuff and liking the same stuff since she met me. Yeah, mine changes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm about to get in Barry. <laughs> All right, starting off, then ask me the first one. <laughs> so, I, I, I know your favorite color. And it's four letters. <laughs> If I had to guess your favorite color, I am so ashamed. I'm going to give you my top four. 
Okay, I would say black, blue, gold, or <laughs> let's just go with them. Is it one of them? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. So mine is pink. Okay. My favorite color is pink. Okay. Which... So I use my favorite color used to be burnt orange. Okay. Ooh. Right. But I don't really have a favorite color, but I will say that I normally gravitate to like wearing black or whatever, but I don't actually have like a favorite color per se. So black would be close enough, but no, I don't really have a favorite color. I know it's so weird. And what makes this really interesting is that y'all, I play with colors all the fucking time. (laughs) Like... Have y'all ever heard of the word Pantone? So like Pantone is basically like the like color Bible or whatever. And it's like, y'all may not know this, but like every single shade of color like has a number or whatever associated with it. It's called the hex code or you can do like RGB or CMYK, but it's like a whole combination. So it's like hundreds of thousands of colors. And so Pantone, like they basically said, hey, these are the top colors. And so in my job, we got to use Pantone 300C to stay within the brand guidelines. <laughs> 005EBA. I got to type in the code. So oh, I play me. with colors and I obsess with colors all the time. So it really does hurt my soul that I don't have a favorite color. Yeah, see, I knew it. I was right. Look at me. I said black first. So but let's talk about Pete because y'all, oh, here we let's go. talk about it. First of all, Timo, when I met her in Coolidge, she wore the brand pink like every day. Like those little leggings with the pink on the stripe on the side with the dog on there, she was wearing them like her day. And they was the color pink. Okay. Like, you would have thought, like, as much pink as Timo wore, you would have thought she was a newborn baby. Like <laughs> Shut up. You just stopped, got to the point where you're not buying like pink every time you go shopping. <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Um, your favorite soda. I think I know this one, and I am going to say Pepsi. <laughs> correct. And I'm gonna say I know for 100 percent fact. That yours is Pepsi. But here's the thing. Oh How do I like my Pepsi? Is oh the true goodness. question. We already know you like a um a Pepsi can, ice cold Pepsi Correct. can. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. I am very particular about how I consume my carbonated drinks. <laughs> okay. And this comes from my grandmother, Louise, rest in peace. Because she always served me very chilled drinks. Here's the thing. Some of y'all can drink like 16 ounce bottles of room temperature Coke. And honey, I could never. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I need a can and I need it to be cold and crisp where I can draw my initials on the side of the can because it's nice. Got the condensation going on. And (laughs) I want it straight out the can. I don't want to pour it on no ice because that's going to dilute the potion. Like I need it perfect and i if it don't go ah, in the back of my throat <laughs> i don't want it i don't like this if it ain't got the ah, i don't want it 
And like, you know I mean? if I get a two liter soda, I'm only drinking two thirds of it. When it gets to that bottom corner, so you know how they got that wrapper around it. Once you get below the bottom of that wrapper, I throw that whole bottle away because I ain't drinking it. <laughs> it's flat. I don't want it. You correct. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't need. But I will say ginger ale is a, a strong second. Mm, Canada yes. dry specifically. <laughs> yes, Canada. Yes. Okay. Oh, favorite song. Mm. Your favorite song. Woo. Now that. Oh, okay. This is a hard one because. There is different. Okay, I don't know you. I don't know if I know your absolute favorite song, but I do know this stuff. Your favorite karaoke song is a country song about you. Is it uh, some girl from American Idol? I think she's like a country singer, and it's something about hitting the windows in their car and something like that. Yes, before he cheats. Yes, and then your favorite song to hype you up is from Eight Mile. Um, by Eminem, um, lose yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that is my two favorites. Those are the exact my favorite karaoke song here. My favorite um hype song. You are correct. Damn, and you don't really. I mean, karaoke. Let's see. I mean, your song would be something like old school. Okay, so it's a couple of ways. Okay. I got to break this down. Okay, so my go-to karaoke song is Lovers and Friends because <laughs> what? Because Usher, John, and Luda had to do it again. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. Please tell your lovers and friends. Honey, it's giving, it's, I was trying to think about the beauty of Lovers and Friends and why it's such, my Aunt Pam first started doing that as a karaoke and I'm just keeping it on. The family tradition. <laughs> My family, we perform. We're performers. We're not singers, but we are performers, honey. <laughs> so my aunt, she can't sing worth a shit. She sounds so bad that she sounds good, oh but she's a performer in her heart. And you know, I've admired her theatrics, and so it's now my karaoke song. But I get it from my aunt Pam. So, peep this. You know, you starting off with Usher, and then you know, Luda giving you a little bit of. <laughs> You know, turn around and get these whippings. I know you like it like that. <laughs> you ain't got to fight back. Here's a pillow. Bite that. And then my boy, who? Lil John has been know you for a long time. Shout it. Hey. But tonight I see something in you. <laughs> so it's giving you a little bit of sex appeal, a little bit of comedy. And a little bit of crunk. It's giving you all of that. So that's why it's my favorite karaoke song. Oh now, as far as like R&B, I would probably say it's between Can't Take My Eyes Off of You by Lauren Hill and Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. Mm, and, yes. <clears throat> and then um, for jazz, I would say by Chris Bote, um, My One and Only Love with Paula Cole. So it's a variety oh. there. Yeah. Or either embrace for you. Yeah, either my one and only love or embrace for you. So I'm being a little indecisive, but that's my goal. That's what I would probably say, just thinking off off top. Uh, and this is why I'm gonna just let everyone know the group know. That's why I don't know the stuff, cause she don't know the stuff. Okay. <laughs> my stuff been the same since we met again. 
I. <laughs> so for food, okay, okay. This is this is a bit much, but I'm gonna go ahead and try for Timo. Okay, wait. Okay, so when she visits the South, I mean she's back in the South <laughs> now, but <laughs> when she was visiting, it would have definitely been um the Bojangle Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> Not post Bojangles Supreme. <laughs> the Zaxby's uh, Wings and Things. <laughs> yeah. And the Waffle House All-Star <laughs> Special. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, actually, no, that's not correct. You like hash browns. Correct. I don't get the watch. I don't get the All-Star Special. No, I yeah, you, chicken, you like that, I get yeah. the Texas chicken melt with the hash browns. Yeah. But what is your favorite food? Honey, so actually, I mean, you got both most of it right but i would say my favorite thing you know definitely since covid i've really um embraced this beautiful little piece of food honey the wings the wings is my favorite food like, i would write that down on anything you know like somebody was interviewing me or something what's your favorite food wings and i, I mean, meant it. yeah oh for sure yeah like if and i, I mean just, yeah if i had to guess like one thing definitely chicken wings but I was trying to be specific because you like the wings and things. But you like anyway, you're right. Because wings is just a, a nigga delicacy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm deceased. Okay. I'm deceased. But you're right. The wings and things. And y'all, bro, I don't even want to step on the scale because I didn't have the wings and things. At least once, twice per week since I didn't move back to the south. So I really need to get it in order, and I need to hope I don't run out of there after we get done with this and go get wings. So, because <laughs> I'm feeling a bit hungry. Um. Okay, your favorite food? Oh, let me think. I mean, I feel like you're such a good cook. You like to try a multitude of things again. Let me see if I can think of a category. I can't even think, because I mean, I think you like seafood, like southern seafood, like southern soul food, seafood type things. But then also regular soul food. I don't know what you think. So if I had to, I mean, oh, it's a tough one. I would say one thing that I just enjoy and I will probably always spend money on is crab legs. I did say seafood. I be yeah. in the ballpark. I, I be in the ballpark. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see the meme? Oh, or what? It was like a tweet, actually. And, oh my god! Let's say this first. So, shout out to Tyler Young. She's like on Twitter. She's like girl Tyler or something on there, and she's like always putting fo- funny stuff. And she was like, Facebook gets on my nerves because y'all up here take people tweets and act like it's memes. And you know mm-hmm. what? I never thought about that. That is a thing. Like, when did people's tweets start becoming memes? You know, memes used to be like people would actually make memes in the meme creator. But now <laughs> they're just screenshotting Correct. other people's stuff. When did that start happening? <laughs> You're right. You're great. I don't know when that started happening because people is lazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but peep this. Okay, so the meme or whatever I saw was... so. Bear with us. Hopefully, some of our audience have seen this. I know we got a diverse audience. But on Soul Food, Big Mama had to go to the hospital. And, <laughs> you know, that's what the old, they say, the hospital. Okay? The hospital. 
and you know she probably had sugar diabetes or whatever and they was like they gonna have to cut off your leg and she was like "Uh uh-uh y'all not gonna cut off my leg and somebody gonna put that video clip and they put this is what the crowd legs were saying when people got their stimulus check y'all not cutting off my leg (laughs) (laughs) i hate the internet Yay. I thoroughly, I thoroughly hate the internet. Okay, <laughs> thoroughly. Honey, but a good crab boil, boil in the bags. Honey, and the good seasonings. Ooh, honey. Listen, I'm gonna slap it down with the potatoes and the, <laughs> and the piece of corn. <laughs> honey, you know, I guess this is a regional thing, honey. I don't be needing that egg in there. That's unnecessary to me. Yeah, I don't know about that egg. Yeah, depending on which, like, where you go, like, more in the low country, they put an egg in there. And I'm just like, y'all just just trying to throw some shit in there because y'all ran out of something. Ain't nobody need no egg. (laughs) Right, what we need an egg for? (laughs) Yeah, that's not even no egg. You got whole crab and shrimp and sausage and potatoes. Somebody's like, ooh, let me throw a soft, jiggly-ass egg in there. What? That don't make sense. (laughs) Right. (laughs) oh my goodness okay what is your favorite movie you better know this if you you don't know nothing else on this list you better know my favorite movie (laughs) your favorite movie is black american princesses (laughs) (laughs) okay Oh, Bells. That's a good one. That is a hit, though. <laughs> it was, since you've been gone, feel good when I'm with you, when they had did the audition. They was, that was a classic, y'all. Like, they brought the girls from the hood. And then, uh, y'all, if y'all have not seen Baps, I think it was made <laughs> by Robert Townsend. Like, please, y'all, it's a classic. And rest in peace, Niecy died last year. And Holly Berry was in it with her blonde hair and her long caricias. Definitely check out Babs. It's going to give you all the emotions. Laugh, cry, all of it. What is your favorite movie? Do you have a guess? No, honey, because you weren't even watching the classics back in the day. So... (laughs) You know, I'm about to say something white, like, um, The Devil Wears Prada or, uh, Something's Gotta Give. <laughs> oh, wow. With Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson or Meryl Streep and The Devil Wears Prada. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's a hard one for me. I'm like you, I'm like you on the other ones. I don't know about that. Because I just, like, watch movies. But I know I did watch those two particular movies over and over. Mm-hmm. Just because I thought they was I good. mean, Devil Wears Prada was a great movie. Yeah, I actually wanted to change Anne. my whole wardrobe because of that movie. I never that did it, but Anne I really wanted to. Too, right? The brown mm-hmm. girl, yeah, yeah, and Hathaway mm-hmm. from the Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Okay, your favorite vacation? Oh gosh, honey, you've been so many places. Oh. <laughs> Um, I can go what I think yours is. I would say, I would think your favorite vacation um, was probably uh, your Cuba trip. 
that was definitely a great experience. I would actually say my favorite traveling experience was probably the first time I went, like, I got a passport was like to Cancun when we went. Oh, wow. We went to the all-inclusive resort. <laughs> yes. So shout out to Sor, excuse, Dr. Pam Ross. So I think I was about to graduate or something. I can't remember. But I was just talking to her and she was like, okay, well, I'll send you to Cancun. And she like paid for Timo and I to go, and like it was all inclusive resort. It was so sweet. Like, yeah, it was a nice trip. That was a nice trip. Wow, I wouldn't expect you to have said oh, that. Oh, actually, no, that's not my favorite. That was a memorable one. Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. That was a good one for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good trip. Yeah, that was a good trip. Okay, so for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm over here trying to thank myself to be honest with you. Man, I was thinking Portugal simply because that was, I would say, my first international trip completely solo. So like I've been on international trips where I've like started off solo, but I've met with my friends. Or started off with my friends and then went a couple days solo. But this was the whole entire time I was in Portugal by myself, just literally doing whatever I wanted to do, lurking around, you know, no schedule. The whole trip was about me. And that was just super cool experience to have and just be like exploring around the random, this, this, this new country, this new world. And I was seeing like, hey, what's up? So, you know, nobody's scheduled but my own. Waking up when I wanted to, going to get food when I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, not having to worry about nothing else. So it was just, yeah, it was pretty cool. And then to do that internationally, because of course I've even done solo trips here in the States, but it was just to have that different experience. Like I knew no one, literally. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Okay. All right. So I'm going to switch it up. Okay. What's your favorite concert you've ever attended? Uh, why would you do this first of all because you know i only been to concerts with one person oh <laughs> um but let me see and we went to some good ones too though i ain't even gonna stay <laughs> dang i gotta probably say um the migos and drake <laughs> Domingo's and Drake was a good con- was a good was a good concert. Like it was it was thug life, and I was happy we got merch, and it was lit. Yeah, that was that was my fave. Okay. What about you? Let me see. Do I have a guess? Hold on. You can guess. Mm, no. Oh, mm. uh, did you go see Jill Scott? Yeah, I've seen her like four times. Oh, um, I guess that's not your favorite. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoy her concerts, but it's not my favorite. Okay, then. What's your favorite? Oh, okay. I got... Mm, I'm going to give my honest answer and the... Mm, let me just explain. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, because I'm embarrassed, but I'm going to tell my truth. My favorite concert is probably R. Kelly. 
Oh, Lord. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. Cut the tape, Jesus. Cut the tape. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the truth. Yes, he is a despicable man, but that man sucked his damn face off. Okay? He had five. So, y'all, it was like my first concert ever. And so, like, it was at, I don't remember. I think it was in Charlotte or something. And so it was like a boxing match or whatever. It was supposed to be like a boxing match. And it was like, oh, yeah. You know how they like have all that talk before like the actual match or whatever. And so he right. was supposed to be in the back. And then it was playing like all this boxing music or whatever, like Rocky type style or whatever. So he like they show a videotape of him in the locker room. And next thing you know, it like the lights go out and then he comes in and he's got like on boxing like trunks or whatever and then next thing you know like a boxing ring uh, like comes from the ground and then like fire is coming out of the ground like it was just a whole production at the end like rose petals like thousands of rose petals comes out of the ceiling it was just top tier I hate that he's a trash human being (laughs) but Robert Robert knew what he was doing but he he was doing yes so y'all can drag me about that, but that's my honest answer. But I would say the concert that resonated with me the most is actually, I this is my first concert that I ever went to by myself. So you know how you just like randomly stum- uh, stumble upon music, especially like with Spotify and Pandora. So um, this chick named Amber Mark, Amber mm-hmm. Mark, um, like I heard like, Actually, I heard one of her songs when I was in a fabric store because I was thinking about reupholstering. So yeah, squash the whole Pandora's, <laughs> all that shit. So I was thinking about reupholstering one of my chairs. And so I was in a fabric store and they had her on. And thank God they have the app, the Shazam app. So I was like, who is this? So then I like fell in love with her and I became obsessed and I was listening to her on Spotify. And I was like, yo, I need to see her. So I Googled her to see like when she was coming in the area. So, come to find out, she was coming to this music festival in Durham called the Mo Fest. So, the, the tickets was like, you know, it's like a whole festival. And it was like more like alternative, like emo, like kind of eccentric music or whatever. So, it was like, I wanted to see her, but I didn't want to see all them other artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't listening to no punk rock and all that shit. And so, I didn't want to pay for like $150 for the festival tickets. So, I actually tweeted her. And I was like, yo, I want to see you. I want to see her, but like, I only want to see her. So she, she tweets me back and was like, yo, email this person and they'll get you a ticket. And I was like, word. So I emailed them. They was like, Hey, we'll get you one ticket. It'll be at the car, uh, the box office or whatever. I go, they give me like a day pass or whatever. And I had to go by myself. So I went and it was like pouring down raining like crazy. So it was like in this like, you know, like warehouse type thing or whatever. And she sunk her heart out, y'all. And like, I just felt so, so connected to the music. Like it was like almost like a out of body experience. And it was like such a perfect night. And I got to meet her afterwards. And like um, Amber has a gap. So she was like, oh, my God, you got a gap like me or whatever and we took pictures <laughs> and then of course I get in the car after escaping the rain what do I do I drop my phone in the water so I still have the phone so maybe somebody could get the pictures off the phone for me of me and Amber Mark but it was definitely by far like my like favorite experience at a concert oh wow I mean it really was I mean you just took us all back there with you yeah I felt I was there that 
Yeah, it was awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right then. Okay. How's that hurts? Let's see. Where we at? What's your this is so random. What is your favorite time of day? Let me see if I can think. I think your favorite time of day is the nighttime. For sure. <laughs> I, am a, I am a night owl. Um, probably due to like just procrastinating like all my life. Um, but I would say like between like 8 to like 11 p.m., those are hours where I like stuff just like pops up in my mind, like ideas, like, and then if I get started on, like, if I start getting riled up at that time, I'm not going to bed to like two or three. But yeah, I would say the evening is definitely my thing. Um, you, I would say happy hour time is for you. Because <laughs> you're not like a super late, like you'll stay out. But if you don't have nothing to do, you're not going to stay up to one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'll be in the bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> okay. Right. But what what is it for you? Yeah, I would say like midday. Because I could, if I could stay, probably, if I could stay in the bed till 11 o'clock, start my day at noon, that would be great. And then wrap it up around happy hour like you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But I think I probably come more to life around afternoon. So that's why I would say like start the day, but really not do nothing until, you know. <laughs> yeah. Two, three, I, three, four. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I'm struggling so much with work because... <clears throat> I'm a night owl and I try to make myself go to sleep. Like I'll literally get in the bed at nine and still won't go to bed at 1230. So, and like, that's with me turning off. I'll turn off electronics. I'll put on like blackout curtains. (laughs) I'll do guided meditations, you know, all of that. And it just be like, yes, it's, we're not going to bed after 12. So you can do what you want to do. And so, you know, I just feel like employers should be more respectful of night owls. And I feel like, Somebody decided, hey, we're going to be early people and everybody else just needs to get with the program. And, you know, I don't really like that. <laughs> right. You're right. Because that nine to five, even the eight to five, like who made that up? And like why we're just subscribing to it? Like why? Right. It's like we like, OK, I get the daylight savings time because it's about farmers. But like everybody else, like why do we have to start work at eight? Like why we couldn't have started work at 10? You know Correct. what I mean? Like, what's the big deal? But I'm not going to go too deep into that. But, yeah. Okay, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite number? Can I guess? Yes. Five. <laughs> yes. And I would like to say, okay, that it is five for a reason just because my name is five letters my first name is five letters my last name is five letters and i made my middle name be five letters we don't need to talk about that um so it has been the number five for a while and then also y'all know i'm number five on my line where i met mandy in the first place so your favorite number i actually don't i mean i don't think your favorite number is 15 it is what is your favorite number? Okay, I don't know, so I'm gonna give you three guesses: three, seven, or fifty-five. All of those are wrong. 
My favorite number is eight. Oh, I was so close. I said yeah. seven. Dang. Because my, my birthday is like August 4th, 88. So it's like 8488. Eight, eight. Oh, my goodness. I see. I see. Oh, yeah. I'm also born on the 5th. I didn't think about that. Oh, anyway. Oh, hey, okay. Y'all, we're really giving out vital information. So, um, Mandy's husband, who where you're out there listening, you're really getting all of the information you need to know about her. So, listen up. <laughs> yeah, but we ain't, don't be trying to um hack into our shit either with our favorite movies, okay? Oh, my God. That's not, I don't use that as my security question because I don't got no gas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be using stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, phone book. Okay, so um, what's, what's your favorite place to chill? Uh, well, recently, y'all know I done moved back to Atlanta. I'm in my mom's house, and she, we got this huge backyard, and I got a swing out there. And, man, it has become my favorite place to chill. Imagine just, like, a swing and I'm just overlooking the forest. Sometimes there'll be like deer that come running around and like lurking and come to graze and eat. Then there'll be these like beautiful birds that come flying about. There's this red bird and this blue bird that come every day almost. And there's these huge trees that they're just lurking in. So yeah, it's it's a breathtaking view, <laughs> if I must say so. So it's become my favorite place to chill so far. I would say I, before then, I would almost say maybe my Prius because I would chill in my Prius a lot. Alert. <laughs> okay. What about you? It's your favorite place to chill. So it's interesting because I discovered both of these places. It's two of them, like in the past like year and a half, two years or whatever. So during the pandemic, like at one point, my anxiety was so like high, I had to figure out a place that I could just go. For peace. And so it was actually um, it's on Crabtree Mall. No, Crabtree Lake. The fishing pier um, is a place that I like to go to just relax. Uh, when there ain't snakes out there, of course. And in like the evenings, like if I'm trying to go out, um, I'm so excited because it actually reopens this weekend. Um, it's a speakeasy called Sea Grace, downtown Raleigh. Um, so a speakeasy guys is like, um, I think it started like in a prohibition era or whatever. Um, that's where people would go like back in the day when you weren't supposed to be drinking and they would go in like to these like basements and like, it would be like live jazz entertainment and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a speakeasy. So they have one, um, with live jazz music. And so I'm super excited about it opening back up. Yes. Okay. And I'm excited about that too. Mm-hmm. So you got one more to choose from. Okay. I'm going to pick this round on what is your favorite letter of the alphabet? Guess. <laughs> I mean, it could be two things. <laughs> Actually, I guess it could be three. No, I'm going to go with M. <laughs> Wrong. I should have went with A. Damn. It's A. <laughs> it's just because A looks so good like on the paper like you can write A in so many different ways and it can just look so like distinguished or whatever it's like oh very, my goodness. no like some of these letters some of these letters look very comical you know what I'm saying like you can't make some you can't make the letter let me see what letter like <laughs> 
What letter are you about to throw shade on? Please. You. You can't make that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, you can put them lines at the top. That's what people be doing. Or you can put a little curly tail on there. <laughs> make an elf look super fancy. <laughs> lines. And curlies. But, uh, okay, a G. <laughs> curlies. No, you can't do that with no G. <laughs> put the curlies on the tail and the curlies up at the top of the tail. <laughs> And definitely not with no damn P. P ain't no strong letter. Like you gotta, you know how people have like they monograms. You got a big P in the middle. That don't look fancy. That little soft as hell. You can't say you got no strong family name with no P. I really hate you so much. Name a strong last name that start with the letter P. Um, Pimple Popper. <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I am done. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, what's What's, your favorite letter? Are you going to guess? P. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not P. It is T, of course. I mean, of course, because my name is Tiara, but also like my nickname, Timo, T. So, you know, T holds a very close place to my heart. (laughs) And I think that is all. Okay, well, it's now time for the science moment of the week. Science moment of the week. So, y'all, I'm going to be brief because I just want to say this is not my field of expertise. But we have the update that there is a new um, variant of the COVID, <laughs> of the COVID. That's how my grandma said. <laughs> she be like, she be like, she be like, yeah, the COVID. I had the COVID and I survived from the COVID. They're going to remix something, ain't they? <laughs> yes. Um, but so it's called the Delta variant. And so variants come because you need to ask a, a variant person, a virologist, um, okay. all of that. You can figure that out on your own. But I'm just telling you that it exists. And it is true that this does now exist. And it is in the U.S. But what I want to say is that if you are vaccinated, if you have had both doses of your vaccine, they are saying that you are fine. They haven't had any effect, impacts largely on people who have both doses of their vaccine. Now, if you only have had one dose, you are susceptible. You will be susceptible to COVID regardless of the variant, Delta or the first one, Alpha. So if you only had one dose, that's just what it is. Now, if you haven't had any dose, again, you are definitely the most susceptible. What's important to note that since there are different variants, they all have different um, symptoms, different things that they do. And they're saying that the Delta variant has a lot more severe symptoms. So if you're still thinking about, oh, I want to get the vaccine, I don't know. It's time for that type of mindset to change because now this thing is starting to do all types of different stuff. So if you have the vaccine, you should be good to go. You don't have any worries. Wear your mask if you want to. If you don't, you should be fine. But yeah, if you're not thinking about getting vaccinated, change your mindset because if we're already, if we're at Delta, that means more are going to be coming. So 
please, please, please listen to me. Again, if you want to know about the whole process of the vaccine, definitely look for a scientist that specializes in that. But I just want to let y'all know that the facts are sound. The Delta um, variant is here. Go get your vaccine. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And now it's time for Reddit on Ready. Mandy, what you been reading on Reddit today? My goodness. Hold on. Oh, Lord. Well, you sound like a foolish, a foolish one. Hold on. I'm about to post this. I'm about to. And this was posted today, eight hours ago. Today is June the 24th. By username Alt A C C S I L. Uh, so it's two long paragraphs, y'all. So bear with me. Okay, am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law to leave after she announced pregnancy at my engagement dinner? <laughs> okay, my engagement dinner was on Tuesday. My fiance, who was twenty-seven, and I, I'm twenty-five, did our best to afford the party. At a decent restaurant. I don't know what what the hell does that mean to afford the okay, whatever. To afford the party, what kind of English is that? Wait, okay. afford it. So to afford the party, like to uh, pay for it, right? The engagement party at the restaurant. Did our best to afford the party. I mean, I just don't. I guess that's not how I would say it. But anyways, um, his and my family came as well as our friends. We had a great time, great dinner, and even brought. A photographer, my sister's best friend, and everything was going fine until my sister-in-law, my fiance's sister, approached me with her husband and handed me my engagement gift. This was sweet of her, really. I opened it to find a pair of baby shoes inside. My fiance put his drink down and asked, "What? Your how?" Then turned to mother-in-law and shouted, "Mom!" Mother-in-law got up, asking if I was pregnant. "What? No." It was a send funding gift. I don't know what that means. I asked my sister-in-law, what is this? Sister-in-law said, congratulations. You're going to be an auntie and uncle. She announced that she and her husband were expecting. I was in shock as everyone got up from their seats and started congratulating her and her husband for their pregnancy. (laughs) Next paragraph. My fiance got up to congratulate his sister and her husband. The guests kept talking to them for long periods. I pulled my sister-in-law aside and asked why she decided to announce her pregnancy at my engagement party specifically. She said she and her husband saw that this as a chance since most of the family was there and it's a double joy. I I explained that I've been looking forward to my engagement dinner for a long time and spent time and money to make it happen. I flat out called her behavior out and told her announcement was at the wrong place, wrong time. Mm. We am ready. Have a not y'all. She was clearly mad when she was writing this. We, we already didn't have a not so good relationship. So for her to think that it was cool to do that, it's not okay. <laughs> she got all pissed and accused me of already resenting her baby because it's the first grandchild and that she doesn't want to play my mental games and call me petty to see things from this perspective. It escalated after she raised her voice. I asked her to please. Please what, sis? You didn't finish. Okay, anyway. She told my mother-in-law I was kicking her out for just making her pregnancy announcement. ABD, what that mean? I don't know. 
she said it sided with her sister-in-law and her husband said they were going somewhere else to celebrate and asked who wanted to join them we had no choice but to end the party soon since most of my fiance's family wanted to go after giving me nasty looks for my early on confrontation <laughs> with my sister-in-law i felt awful because my family was left alone and my fiance was the only one who stayed my fiance said had i not started arguing with his sister none of them would have wanted to leave basically saying i ruined my own engagement dinner was i wrong should i just suck it up and not confront her mm. what you think first of all clearly she mad because she couldn't eat tight but since your feelings are valid okay mm-hmm. here's the thing why why her sister-in-law couldn't just post it on facebook like everybody else but or send a, a group text or something Here's my thing. And I always say this. Baby, today ain't your day. (laughs) Right. I can't stand when somebody make somebody else's special day about themselves. I cannot stand that shit. You got every other day of the year to do what you need to do. Today was about their engagement, about their upcoming nuptials. And then what pissed me off about the situation was sis planned it. This shit was premeditated because you come to somebody else's engagement party that they paid for as a guest and you brought a gift to what announced your fucking pregnancy. What my gift for my engagement? (laughs) You gonna give me a gift to let me know I'm gonna be an auntie and an uncle? What? It was selfish. Right. No, it really was. Yeah, I don't know. I think I probably would not have made a scene there, but best believe afterwards, I would have had a conversation with her. I probably would have just played it cool while we were there, but in the inside, I would have been pissed off to highest level of pissedosity, but I probably would have contained myself just because family and everybody else had already been there. So, yeah. I feel like it would have been better if she would at least told them, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Like, it didn't need to be a surprise to them. Like, that could at least held it out. But, yeah, they was trash. They, they shouldn't have did it. And that's that. And that's final. <laughs> Next. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gamer Glimmy. Um, Am I the asshole for refusing to sacrifice for my youngest brother because I don't believe my parents? <laughs> Why? <clears throat> I'm the oldest of four. We are 16 female, 13 male, 12 female, and 9 male. My parents are pretty irresponsible with money, which has left us short more than once. We've had we've had missed birthday parties and stuff. They would always say it would be up for it would be made up for and with my siblings. That was true. My sister's eighth birthday party was skipped because they ran out of money. She got a really cool gift a couple of months later, though. And her ninth birthday party was crazy. Same with the 13-year-old male. He wanted a game console for Christmas and our parents couldn't afford it. So they promised if he waited a bit, he'd get that plus five new games. <laughs> I was especially tough. It was especially tough on us when the nine year old was diagnosed with cancer when he was five. Oh. A lot changed, right? A lot changed financially, except for my parents' responsibility with it. And they have especially done their best to make things up to him in crazy big ways. Or they try to avoid having things not work to him, especially. With me, they make the promise to make it up to me, but never do. My seventh birthday was never made up for. Neither was my eighth, nor my tenth. 
They have taken money off me and never paid it back. They have made me cancel plans, then promised they would make up for it and never did. I have asked about it and they always say they will, but they never do. And then my siblings started asking for stuff our parents couldn't afford. And my parents would beg me not to let them down. Now it has come up again. My youngest brother will be 10 soon and they want to throw him a big party to celebrate him making out a, a lockdown and mark another year cancer free. They can't afford it though and want to borrow the $400 off me. Now I do have the money. I have savings that I hide and I could in theory do it, but that would be me paying for it, not it being borrowed. And so I told them no. I said I didn't believe them and I wasn't paying for more stuff out of my own pocket so everyone could be happy at my expense. That nobody would do it for me. My parents told me I need to think of my siblings first, that they will pay me back, that they always do their best for me. But my siblings don't give a crap either. <laughs> Yo! One time, they said they have taken so much money off me over the last three years and even before birthday money from friends they took. It's probably close to $5,000 they have taken from me over the last eight years or so. It's not just grocery either, but gifts and parties for my siblings and treats for them. Am I the asshole? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot because if I'm reading this correctly, sis is 16. Like, come on, you know? But it's just so hard with parents because it's like, oh, well, we paying rent and we paying for the electricity, you know, we paying for all of that. But it's like, y'all supposed to be up here like, she, how she going? Like, what? It's got to be a level of responsibility somewhere. But I don't know because I've also been in the same situation. So it's just like, dang. I, I This is a rough, this is rough. Because it's like, First of all, 10 ain't that important of a birthday. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a fact. And why is it $400? Like, what kind of party is this? Are they going to one of them little jumpy, you know, they, them little trampoline parks? If you ain't got the money, you can't do that. You need to have a barbecue at the house. But kids ain't never got the money. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. The parents, if you ain't got the money, you can't think that big. <laughs> like... But they you want to get to have a good experience. It's just like Christmas. If you can't, so you know, it's the same logic with Christmas. That's a tough one, dog. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can't really decide on that because it's like again, like you got a kid. This is a sixteen-year-old. Like she, of course, she should have an attitude. But it's also like, damn, the parents is in a tough spot. And I'm trying to figure out like, where she got the money from anyway. Cause she ain't say nothing about having no job, but maybe she does. I'm gonna say she shouldn't fund this because she's gonna set a terrible like precedent. Or whatever, mm. and she's sixteen. Like that's not her responsibility. It's like not. because because if she starts doing that, and like all of her siblings, her other three siblings are younger than her. Like it's just going to start a bad precedent. So it's like, hey, let me go ahead and let y'all know our parents are poor. I ain't have shit, and unfortunately, y'all ain't gonna have shit till I get me like a real job and grow up or whatever. But yeah, that's not on her. Mm-mm. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Oh, it is now time for Mandy's review of the week. So 
So let me give an update on the last week's review of the week by Timo. So I tried okay. it to Raji hair product. Yeah. I had tried the scalp cleanser because my scalp was feeling a bit inflamed because I had been using products with alcohol in them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I need to give me a scalp cleanser. And honey, I used it. Honey, it was very invigorating. But honey, when I tell you, I cussed out Timo because... <laughs> Honey, Taraji had my eyeball sockets burning. Honey, I was not. I don't know why you had your eyeballs open. <laughs> it just, just kind of dropped up in there. But, honey, definitely, honey, my scalp feel brand new. Okay? <clears throat> so, shout out yes. to Taraji with the hair products. Yes. Um, um, the product that I wanted to talk to the girls about is very simple. And it's only $5.99. And it is a makeup palette. That is made out of stainless steel material. And you may say, well, why do I need this? So girls, let's talk about it. Let's say you're putting on your foundation or your serums or whatever. Normally, what do you do? You put it on the back of your hand. Well, what's the problem with that? Now you got to go wash your hands and waste water. Why? Well, you can just put it on. It looks like almost like a little, you know, how like you have those, um, uh, paint like uh watercolors or whatever. It'll be like in a little easel, not an easel. What do you call those little things when they like squirt little things of in the color? palette? Yeah, it looks just like that except it's stainless steel. And you put your makeup on it, and then like you can figure out how to ration out how much foundation you need. Like you can get your regimen down pat, and you ain't got to worry about putting on your hands and having to wash your hands again. So yeah, mm. I'm gonna put a link in the description or whatever. But yeah, definitely check it out. It's definitely very helpful. And it comes with like a little spatula tool so you can like scrape out the last little bit of product and that's in like your foundation, like especially if you don't have one like with a pump or something. Whoa. Okay, I see you. Honey, coming with the tips and tricks and the little resources. Wow. And it's got a little thumb holder so you can like hold it on your like hand while you're like putting your makeup on so it's closer to your face. Yeah. A whole ordeal. So yeah, girls and boys and and, and others. Check it out. Oh my god, everybody else. Yeah, I just should have just said everybody. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be inclusive and then I did that awkward thing that white people do where it's like they're, they're doing too damn much. So it's just like, all right, y'all. I'm just gonna stick with y'all. So that's my review of the week. So Timo. Yes. Are you rent ready? Henny, you know I stay rent ready and this week's rent is I would say short and simple. Great versus grateful. What happened? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> great versus grateful. What happened? <laughs> like, it's like, I really want you to explain this to me because you spell great, G R E A T. You spell grateful, G R A T E F U L. Why? <laughs> why? Right, because they definitely changed it to a cheese grater or something. Like, why? Like, how did you just like move the e round? Like, for what? I just, I just, I don't understand it. And I was looking at, I don't know, I think I wrote the road grateful the other day, and I was just like, but why is it like this? Like, how yeah. you just changed the whole word up because you said fool? Like, how do you add in fool? You know what I'm saying? You don't change thinking thankful. You don't move no letters around there. You know, so what? language is just dumb. Like, we... Girl, so that was my rant. I don't know. That was the dedicated to whoever, to the to the spirits in the universe. But why? Why we do stuff like that? Like, great okay, versus great. It's like, it's like, why did they put an H on our? Our <laughs> <laughs> versus our. Maybe it makes a difference. I don't know. I really don't know. 
hour yeah. and hour. Yeah, it's just just because they felt like it. <laughs> it was somebody who was being like very bullheaded. They were like, "Hey, you don't want to just change this world altogether." I said hour, but ma'am, sir, there's already another hour. Oh, you are. I don't care. I don't care. I'll put an H on there, but I'm sticking to how I want to say it. And that's what happened. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> Look, that's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> Okay. And now it's time for tweets that the in fly or tweets in your dress. <laughs> I don't think you have to even start. I think it should just still be tweets that didn't fly because way, either they didn't fly that draft box or they didn't fly on the timeline. Okay, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. So the one that stayed in my draft today was I wonder. Oh Lord, Timo, you about to kill me? But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Oh my gosh. I wonder what fried goldfish tastes like. <laughs> Bro, you mean like actual goldfish like in the, oh shit, I mean like, like what, like animals? Or are you talking about the yeah. goldfish like the crackles? No, like the goldfish, the pets, and the clownfish, all of that, like <laughs> domesticated fish. What they taste like? You think they taste like regular fried fish? Like do they taste like flounder and whitening? Like what does... <laughs> What does a goldfish taste like? Oh my goodness. And you tweeted, you wrote this down on Twitter. I'm glad you didn't hit sin. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't hit like, sin. What, what do you think a clownfish tastes like? Honestly, a clown. <laughs> That's what it <laughs> But no, it probably tastes like chicken. <laughs> and I just wonder, like, is them lines on the inside too? Like, <laughs> Mine is I left this in my drafts just because they was gonna <laughs> folks be gonna be known. I was talking about them. But I tweeted in my drafts. I know why some of y'all wasn't posting these salaries because they trash. <laughs> because you know, I have really been advocating to get the salaries posted. So I'd be like, hey, we're not posting this unless we get the salary. So hey, they send me the salary. I'd be like, ew, you could have kept that. <laughs> I see why you didn't post this salary. <laughs> Garbage, garbage bag salary. Okay, keep that where it's at. Alright, so I didn't want anybody to get offended, so I didn't tweet it out, but it's still in my drafts. Like, yikes, y'all gotta do better. Mm-mm, no, you should have put that one out because they need to do better. It's like, y'all, it's y'all embarrassed. And it's like, don't make somebody go through a whole interview process knowing that you're gonna get them $28,000. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> You're trash. Stop. And it's, and okay. it's always the low wage salaries that put people through the mud the most. First of all, bitch, I should just be able to show up with an application. And with, when y'all trying to pay somebody thirteen dollars an hour, why I got to go through multiple interviews? Why? And shouldn't. And shouldn't. Honey, they getting ridiculous with these applications, girl. Somebody told me they was like, "Oh yeah, you should apply for this job." Girl, they wanted me to write a whole essay. Excuse me. <laughs> essay. Am you ain't I in, co- you ain't in college? I'm in college. <laughs> I ain't wrote no essay since my since I was in college. Okay, you ain't in college. Okay, I ain't been in college since 2013, baby. 
Okay, I don't give a fuck how good the job is. Y'all can kiss the crevices of my ass because they don't ask. They didn't ask the CEOs to write no damn essay. I ain't writing for no publishing company. Like what? I what? You better ask me for a writing sample. Girl, I had essays and talking about it. You did not tie in the essay with your application it will be denied immediately well good luck suckers because who the hell got time tell me it can be up to two pages two pages what for a job you may not get girl this is that mess for a chance to get an interview that's what they be doing but i mean look i can't even say that because look all the grants and pros but it's the same like stop doing that tell us how much we gonna make and stop asking for too much. Just get know the job gonna get done. Hell, if you pay me the right well, the way, I figure it out. Okay. That, that <laughs> that, I, what is the transferable skill called that says I'm gonna make the shit work? That be, whatever that word is, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna okay. figure it out. Okay. You know, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna make a way, honey. Let me tell you something. I wish I could put it on my resume. One of my most important skill sets is what being ghetto. Because, honey, when you ain't have shit, you had to make a way, honey. Okay? Honey, when you had to make a way out of no way, honey, you can make it work with anything. That's why it was so hard for me trying to make my set my prices because, baby, I've been doing this shit for free. So, <laughs> but, honey, listen, you can make it work. Give me anything. Nigga, I've been doing this shit for free. But now I had to get my rates on these folks. They was trying me. But anyways, that's another story. The price going up day by day. The price going up. Okay. So I would like to thank our sponsors, Timo and Mandy. Hey, we all we got. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N. <laughs>